This is Weekly Woman by Jubilance for PMS. Hey, all, and welcome. So excited to have you here today. On the podcast this week, it's really interesting. We have Dr. Tech, who is coming on to talk to us a little bit about her book, Self Care Down There, but also her changing ideas about how to treat periods and what they kind of mean within the culture that she grew up in, in Canada, but also the culture where her ancestors are from, which is India. So it's a it's going to be a very interesting discussion and excited to have you guys here to join us today. We'll be right back after this message. We have a special coupon just for you, our listeners of the podcast. You can get your first bottle of Jubilance for PMS for only $19.95 when you subscribe with the code WEEKLYWOMAN, no space. If you're ready to stop feeling anxious and irritable before your period, give it a try. Again, the code is WEEKLYWOMAN with no space for the promo code. And head over to jubilance.com and try it now. Well, welcome, Dr. Tack. It's so nice to have you on the podcast. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to chat today. Yes, yes. So we connected um, through your blog and your Instagram, I'm with Periods. Can you talk to us a little bit about that and what exactly is I'm with periods? Yeah, for sure. Such a great question. So I'm with periods is a social enterprise that aims to spread the worldwide love of periods and menstrual cycles, basically. Uh, A little bit of a backstory is I was doing my PhD at the time, this was in 2017. And I'd been on the birth control pill for about seven years at that point, and decided to come off of it because of the impact it was having on my mental health. Mm. I was chatting with my counselor and was like, I literally my life is amazing. And I don't know why I feel so poopy. And she recommended this book called Taking Charge of Your Fertility to me, that is all about natural birth control, fertility awareness method, and how she had seen some of her clients struggling with the impact of the pill. So while I think that everybody should, you know, make the right choice for themselves, I'm all about consent and information and people doing what works for them. For me, it was the right decision to come off the pill in 2017 and start using fertility awareness as my main method of birth control. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, literally so blown away that nobody had ever told me what cervical fluid was. And I was like, doing my PhD, I'd done a biology degree, like, grew up on the west coast of Canada our public education is pretty good and just never knew that and I was in such shock for so long that any conversation I had like party family event I was like no no but let me tell you about cervical fluid um so I thought you know what maybe I can start an Instagram page to start (laughs) sharing this knowledge um as much as my family loves me and and still will talk to me about periods it was a way (laughs) to get it out for there um, because I thought if there's people like me who have no idea there's got to be more folks out there especially in the South Asian diaspora so mm-hmm. that sort of led to starting this Instagram page I started blogging and writing and using some of my tools um, being a researcher to share some informed perspectives on menstrual cycles And um, yeah, it sort of just spun out. I published a book in 2020 called Self-Care Down There with Simon & Schuster. We continue to post and have sort of transitioned from talking about 
the technical and sort of like basic elements of menstrual cycles, which I still do and answer questions. I also have started to explore some of the spiritual elements of menstrual mm. cycles, um, namely practices around manifestation and the different seasons. So I'll leave it there for now, but that's yeah. <laughs> uh, a little bit, a little bit of a, um, an insight into our work. Yeah, that's amazing. It was a huge insight. I, I feel like I understand like what you're, what you're up to. And congratulations on your book. That is incredible. And publishing during the pandemic 2020 and um, getting it out there. Yeah, so appreciate that. It has been definitely a journey. And um, I'm grateful to have been able to write it as a resource that's easy for people to access and digest and be able to learn some of those, you know, like basic things that I wish I had known when I was even like a teenager, let alone in my 30s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And can you talk a little bit more about, I read uh, that you had a life-changing trip to India in 2017 that kind of um, created this clear mission about creating love of periods and supporting people with mental and emotional health. Can you talk a little bit about that time in India and what you saw that created that light bulb? Yeah, for sure. So I can share first that my ancestors are from the Punjab region of India and Pakistan. Um, so I got to visit the India side in 2017. It had been a, quite a while. My family typically would go, you know, every three or four years and visit back home. We lived there for a little bit when I was a kid. Mm. And I got to go back recently in 2017, as you mentioned, with my older sister who had been um, living there on and off for a while. So she took me around and um, we really just got to be with the land and be with our ancestors. And at the same time, I mentioned I was doing my PhD. I was studying and working on a project on how we can meaningfully integrate decolonization or mm. the rematriation of indigenous land and life, as well wow. as intersectionality or black feminist thought into healthcare. So I'm like doing all this work and research and study, Go went to India to my own ancestral homelands that has experienced colonization. And the two kind of came together in the way of me sort of experiencing coming off the pill in India and then thinking about how we can sort of revitalize our own ancestral worldviews and perspectives on menstrual cycles to be able to, you know, tap into that feminine power. It's so empowering to be able to know what's going on in our body, first of all, but then also be able to tune into sort of like the mental, emotional, and then spiritual and energetic nuances of those shifts from one period to the next, and then just in our lifespan in general. Um, so in India, did, you know, my own research and was asking around questions to um, family members and literally just again to anyone that I met about periods and menstrual cycles and what they had learned what they'd been taught and um, sort of thinking through then how can I bring that back and mm -hmm. share some of that 
because all of our ancestors, regardless of where we come from in the world, like had this knowledge, we're so tuned into their cycles. And we've lost that a little bit over the years. So it's really encouraging now to see amazing organization companies such as yourself, some of the work that we do really, um, uh, you know, use that language of revitalizing that Mm -hmm. feminine knowledge for sure. Wow, that's so fascinating. I've never thought about just the history of what we think of as like our cycles and like the history of like feminine knowledge that's passed down for through of women's health, because it's something that they really had to think about and know and track. Um, I mean, you look at like the history of menstruation and there isn't really much there um, that's written about, or at least so it, so it must've been these like oral narrations, which is really fascinating that I never thought about that. So we've got to stop and talk about our sponsor, Jubilance for PMS. It's a daily supplement that helps you be you. Jubilance is an over-the-counter nutritional supplement shown in clinical trials to relieve the emotional symptoms of PMS. That means less stress, anxiety, and more of getting back to your life. You deserve to be your best self all month long. And thanks to modern science, PMS is now optional. It's the first and only product for emotional PMS backed by real science with double-blind, placebo-controlled, peer-reviewed studies. And it works. I work for Jubilance because I'm here to help women, and this is the real deal. Jubilance isn't just a product. It's a global mission to make PMS mood swings a thing of the past. The Jubilance Sisterhood is a movement of thousands of strong women escaping the PMS struggle with science, sharing, and communal support. We're here for you each week with stories of amazing women, your weekly playlist on Spotify, and for you to dish and cry about periods on our Facebook group. So why not give Jubilance a try? Go to www.jubilance.com to learn more. Um, and, and you grew up in Canada, um, but your family is from India. Um, can you talk a little bit about the differences that you saw specifically between um, menstrual health in India versus in Canada and these, um, I, just like this oral narration? Yeah, for sure. It's a great question. So a um, little bit of background and history into South Asia. So prior to um, 1947, which is when the British Raj or British colonial rule fell, which had been in place for about 200 years, um, Pakistan, India, Sri Lanka, Bangladesh, and a bunch of surrounding countries were actually like there were no borders. Um, so even though my family's from the, we often will say like the India side of the border, um, mm. prior to 47, there was a lot of like migration and movement. Uh, so I'll name that just in terms of like the land and in terms of the differences. So I grew up on the West coast of Canada, just outside Vancouver in a small town called Maple Ridge and went to public school, got the public school sex education, which in my view was a very, um, I like to call it penis centric, <laughs> very penis centric. Like yeah. we learned all about it. Here's the banana, like learn how to put on a condom, how to prevent pregnancy and STIs, which was fine and great knowledge, um, but sort of only tapped into periods and menstrual cycles serving the only purpose of like childbirth and reproduction. That's the mm-hmm. only framing that we got about it. And I found that in learning more about periods and menstrual cycles, 
um, back home in India when I visited, but then also like reading texts and scriptures around it, it felt like there was a contextualization of it that was beyond childbirth. Like, yes, that was an important part, but it also tied quite a bit into spiritual practice in terms of um, like women's um, importance within society, because a lot of um, like the scriptures that you read in religions, you know, uh, we have this narrative of like women being oppressed and that for sure, um, there's lots of work we can all do across the globe on that front. But going back to the original scriptures, especially in Sikhism, which is what my family um, practices and what our lineage is, it's really built on women's equality. And so there's a lot of um, sort of understanding of that. And wow it's really exciting. So there's like that contextualization piece. And then in terms of like the physical education and those sorts of pieces, one thing that kind of stands out to me is in Canada, growing up, there was a lot of emphasis on like single use um, period products. So pads, tampons, like the cool thing was to have like Tampax or always like those were the brands that we Mm -hmm. always went to and then I found in India there um, even just like listening to my mom's stories and grandmother's stories it was more of a focus on reusables and they might have like not framed it as them being like super earth friendly and forward Uh, maybe more of an inconvenience at that time but um, that was sort of like a difference that I noticed and then we're sort of seeing the opposite effect happening now, where now I notice there's in the borders of Canada, there's like a huge push and movement towards reusables, cups, period underwear, um, cloth pads, and so Mm -hmm. forth. And then in India, I'm finding the opposite, where there's like a push towards more and more single use items. um, Because of the ways that like, you know, commercialization, et cetera, has sort of landed. So um, yeah, a lot of different nuances, but those are maybe two that I'll name. Wow. That's so interesting. Thank you. It's interesting to hear about that shift. And, um, but also I'm very excited about like women's equality in um, Sikh religion, which is amazing. Uh, That is so cool to hear about. Yeah. It's um, again, something that I like to share because I think, a lot of narratives that exist are around like this oppression and like because folks menstruate and have periods like we have to show up in society in a particular way and I think part of our work at I'm with periods and again a a lot of the work that we all do as organizations who focus on that is being able to see the power within us in that work and sort of um remind ourselves of that power as well you know Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah, and I think that ties into a question that I um, like to ask on this podcast each time and what is your definition of womanhood is it power like you're saying what it what is that definition for you at this present moment like this second it'll constantly change oh I love that question and it's so um it's an interesting one because there are so many conversations and um, like lived realities of 
us seeing gender not as something that's binary. So going Mm. beyond, you know, man and woman as the two options and being able to see gender as more of a spectrum. Um, Similarly, being able to see biological sex, like femaleness and maleness on a spectrum, as opposed to, um, you know, just two binary points. And so for me, that's really important to understand that, first of all, biological sex is different than gender. So for me, you know, one can menstruate and identify as a woman, or one can menstruate and identify with any other gender. Similarly, one can be a woman and not menstruate, or one can be a woman and menstruate. So there's a lot there. But for me, personally, I identify as being a menstruator. And I also identify as being a woman. So for me, womanness is what does it mean? This is such a good question. It means to me like a groundedness, an empathy, a caringness, a way of being able to see the complexity in the world, Mm -hmm. but then also to simplify it down to love, to be like, no, no, like understand the complexity. Yes, these are hard challenges in the world, but like what is the action that we can take that stems from a place of love? So for me, there's sort of like an intermingling of femininity with womanness for my own personal experience mm-hmm. and an understanding and care for the world, especially the land and the earth feels like a really big part of what it means to be a woman for me. And um, yeah, and so I can sort of elaborate on how that ties into menstrual cycles, but um, that's maybe where I I would start. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that's really interesting. I love that you put it, that it's something grounded and something like you're going back to tying it to the earth, tying it to the land, which is something that you found very important in your life, whether it's like going back to the homeland, talking about decolonization, um, being like Canadian, but also like having ancestors and from another place. Um, so I think that's like a very lovely definition, um, that you, you've created, uh, for your sense of womanhood, uh, which is lovely Dr. Tack. Um, and then just finally, I want to know, uh, what is this book? How can we get our hands on it? Can you talk a little bit about it? Um, where can we find it? Sure. Yeah. So the book is called Self Care Down There, um, published by Simon and Schuster. So you can get it anywhere books are sold. So Amazon, um, Chapters. If folks remember Chapters, Indigo. Uh, if you're in the U.S., Barnes and Noble. But mm. internationally, anywhere, Amazon seems to be everyone's go-to these days. Uh, but also highly recommend. Um, independent and indie bookstores in your area they can all sort of order it in as well if you request it Uh, so anywhere books are sold you can find it ebook paperback version as well and to me the book is in some ways like a love letter to every woman girl and menstruator in the world to say like this is your guidebook that's gonna unlock the physical aspects of your menstrual cycle, but also allow you to tap into the energetic and spiritual element Mm -hmm. to get ourselves out of a state of perhaps feeling like we are unworthy, like we are a victim to our life circumstances, 
like we um, are insecure in our own bodies. So allowing ourselves to get out of that space with the entry point of periods, menstrual cycles, because I literally can tie anything back to that. Um, so it's very much a guidebook. It's like a 101. It's going to walk you through using metaphors. I use the metaphor of a garden to share how hormones are like the bees and the pollinators mm -hmm. and um, really make it digestible. So it's not like a textbook, um, but it's very much a guidebook. It goes through the menstrual cycle, of course, but it also goes through sex and sexuality. Um, it talks about the four seasons of the menstrual cycle. Mm -hmm. And if folks are curious about that, you can check out the book or check out our Instagram page. I'm with periods to learn more about that. So it's very much an introduction mm -hmm. so that folks can have the grounding and foundation, common knowledge to then get to the point where I am then talking about how we use our menstrual cycles to manifest our dream life. So once we have the foundation, mm -hmm. then you can literally use those tools. And I show folks how through my course, Menstrual Cycles and Manifestation, how you take that knowledge and move from like victim, disempowered to manifester and creator of your own life. And at first I was like in shock and awe that it was reality. Like I used my menstrual cycle, the knowledge that I have of it, to attract in like my dream house that I live in now and a vacation to a warm tropical place that somebody else paid for for me like it just seems like what are you talking about tack I don't understand and so the book is for that reason the course is for that reason and I'm excited for you all to find out what this all means for you. <laughs> wow. Yeah. I don't know anything about that. The manifesting with my period, but now I need to know. So I can't wait to pick it up and get reading. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Let me know, check out the course as well. And let me know what you think. Um, because it's always great to have folks who are in the space also give me feedback to be like, mm. Whoa, I thought I knew, but I don't know. Um, and similarly with the work that you do, it's, always new knowledge. So I'm really excited to hear more about um, your company and, and the amazing knowledge and um, uh, support that you're providing folks who menstruate as well. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. I'm so fascinated. So I can't wait to check that out, Dr. Tech. Um, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Is there anything else yeah. you'd like to add? Yeah, so appreciate you having me. Honestly, if I could talk about periods all day, day <laughs> I totally would. Um, the last thing I'll add is around PMS, because I feel like out of the four seasons of our cycle, so from one period to the next period, PMS gets the worst wrap. Like everyone's like, oh, PMS, it's the worst. Um, but I want to invite people, first of all, to access the, the support and supplements that you all provide. I'm really excited to try them out, but also to be able to see it as a time where um, I like to call it menstrual autumn. So similar to the earth, at least here where I live in Halifax, Nova Scotia on Mi'kmaq Treaty territories, autumn is a time when the earth is like 
composting, things are starting to turn inward. Like there's a lot of release happening and I very much see PMS as that. So anything that's coming up for folks in PMS, like that is meant to be released from our lives. If it's Mm -hmm. anger, if it's shame, if it's guilt, if it's hatred, like these are all kind of trapped emotions or traumas that we hold in our body. So I very much think that it would be helpful for folks to reframe it as like, okay, all this stuff is coming up for a reason so I can release it and get to the next stage of like my unfolding or the next level of life. Um, So I don't say this lightly, but I do love PMS for that reason that a lot comes up during that time. Um, That's the last thing I'll say just on the topic of some of the work that you all do and um, excited to see how, um, how it might change for me this time around. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so excited for you too. Yeah. You've got to let us know if jubilance works for you. So I'm really excited Um, about it. Yeah. Thank you so much, Dr. Tack. Thanks for listening to Weekly Woman by Jubilance for PMS. If you like the podcast, please review us on iTunes. It really does help. And if you want to take advantage of our special offer to help your PMS turn from stressful to nonchalant, use the promo code WEEKLYWOMAN with no space in between the two words at jubilance.com. Again, the promo code is WEEKLYWOMAN. Thanks for listening and see you next time.